guys. Welcome back to the League Crawler podcast. We are here week 14. We took last week off. We kind of we had some things on our plate. We needed a little bit of a break, but we're back this week. It's a very exciting week. Um, it should be a lot of fun. I know you guys can see in the title right now we have snipes this week. We're going to get to that in just a second. But first, let's get over to some news. The site has successfully switched over to a new and faster server. Now, I talked to Matt about what that all means. I still don't understand what all he did, but I do know that as I click buttons on the site, it is working much faster. And for a user of the site, that's that's an awesome thing. So get over there, check that out. As you get over there and check that out, make sure that you're checking out Brendan's new article. Um, it is about MLB The Show. He gives his review on it. He goes very in-depth on, on different parts of the game. Um, he gives it a, a solid rating. If you guys want to check that out and see what exactly he gave it, I encourage you guys to go over there and, and check that one out. It's an awesome article. If you've been over to the Discord lately, you're going to see that there is a radio section. It's called Maddenverse 24-7 Radio. And I've had a couple people ask me, hey, hey, what is that? And that is a courtesy over a 40 low. He, he's a user over in the community. He runs the Maddenverse. He has set up a music channel that runs all day long. You guys can get over there and check that out. But he also has a podcast channel set up that will eventually play shows like this. And I think right now it's kind of playing some of our old episodes. Um, so if you guys want to get over there, you have nothing to do, you want just something on the background, jump over there, check out some of those. Huge shout out to 40 Low for hooking that up. That is awesome. I want to give a huge shout out over to Nate and OMFL. I know we talk about them a lot, but guys, they just hit show 200, right? And, and if you don't understand how big that is, we've been doing this now for four, three months, just over, just over three months, four months, and we're at show 14. They have been doing this for years when they're at show 200. They don't do one a day. This isn't like, oh, they've just been doing this. This is something that has been something growing for a long time. Get over there, check them out. It's some awesome, awesome stuff. I also want to give a giant shout out to our platinum members over there on the Patreon that are supporting LeeCrawler.com. Shout out to Usos. Shout out to Soden Bowl. Shout out to Sim Players Association. Thank you guys for being platinum members at LeeCrawler. And, and this is our opportunity to kind of give you shout outs. Moving on to next, this is the, the part that I'm most excited for. I, I love doing this show because I love meeting with guests. I love talking to new people. I love building new relationships. I love hearing their passions, their reasons for why they do what they do. Uh, so with that being said, Snipes, welcome to the show. I hope you guys can hear me. Can you hear me? Oh, I, I can hear you great, brother. You're perfect. You are clear. It's awesome. Perfect, perfect, perfect. How you guys doing? We're doing pretty good over here, man. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. I, I, you know, I just got off a nice vacation, nice little relaxing time, uh, you know, with family and everything. And I'm just, I'm, I'm so refreshed right now. I'm so happy. <laughs> I know we talked last week. You were on vacation. I didn't want to press on that. We tried getting something done for late Thursday. I, I wanted to give you a little bit more time that and not kind of press this. So we took the week off. We're now back here a week. I feel like I've kind of had a vacation a little bit. So I, I appreciate you going on vacation because it kind of helped me go on vacation. There it is. There it is. We all need that sometimes. And I've realized that now, man, that, you know, after taking this vacation. So I, I kind of know now that I, I have to kind of lay back a little bit and and not do so much uh, like I've been doing. Because, I, you know, as you very well know, I do a ton of leagues uh, with this commentary thing. We're, we're going to jump into that. Now, a lot of people might be listening to this and being like, who is Snipes? They don't, they don't know what you're doing. If you guys don't know, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what I know, and then I'd like for you to kind of piggyback that and, and correct anything that I'm wrong on. Okay? Sure, sure. This is a commentary for – he does commentary for leaks, uh, mostly for Madden. Uh, he is a uh, former DJ, I believe, that I read, and you enjoy a lot of different sports games. You do some stuff with Soden Bowl. You do some stuff with 40 Low. You've done some stuff with CG in the past. Um but you are in multiple leagues and you do play by play for all these different games. Yes. That you, you, you hit the nail right on the head, brother. I, I see, man, I, I do, I do my homework. I want to make sure. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Now I got to ask you this as, as somebody that plays the game of Madden, I enjoy, it, I put it in because I love playing it. I've got to be honest with you, man. I've never jumped into it and gone like, I mean, I have jumped into it and gone, like, these commentators are absolutely terrible. I got to take them off. I mute them every chance that I get. I always, always do the game. But I've never sat back and gone, like, I think I can do this. What made you take that step? I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you know, just one day, you know, you know, for a long time, I'll be honest with you, for a long time, uh, you know, I, I was a DJ for, you know, you know, I still DJ here and there. But, uh, you know, I've been a DJ for the past, uh, like, 30 plus years. Um, and... 
basically, you know, obviously with DJs, you know, we have to have we have to have the uh, momentum in our spirit to move a crowd. That's the only way we're going to succeed as DJs. So, uh, you know, I kind of took that deep, that, that, that hype DJ aspect that I have and bought it to a commentary thing, because realistically, I, I've, I've heard people commentate, uh, you know, people commentate Madden games before and, and other esport games before. And I hear some people with excitement, but nobody really had that it factor. And that's kind of what I wanted to try to bring. And I'm, I'm still not there yet, in my opinion. Uh, I got a lot of work I still have to do, but that's what made me get into it because I, I I love esports, and I'm not just talking about Madden either, even though that's what I primarily do. But I just love esports in general. I sit down and I watch Call of Duty tournaments every time they come on, and I really sit down and try to analyze what they do, what they say, um, and you really have to know a lot about the game itself in order to succeed in that type of field, whatever game that you're doing, you need to know quite a bit about the game. And, and my, and my personal feeling on, on, on all of this was just like real simple. Like I know a lot about Madden, even though I'm not the best anymore. I know a lot about Madden. So I want to try and do this with Madden. And, um, and I, to be honest with you, the rest is history, man. This is what I've been doing and I love it. I love it dearly. (laughs) Now, how long have you been doing the commentary for for esports? I've uh, been doing the commentary. Uh, you know, I, I actually started maybe around two years ago, uh, where I started actually doing it for um, any given Sunday for AGS, um, and I was doing that actually with uh, with a guy. I was co- color commentating for uh, with a guy named Night Scream, and uh, you know he doesn't do it anymore, unfortunately, because I thought he was fantastic at it, uh, but he just didn't really have. Uh, you know, that that drive and love for the game of Madden much anymore. So and, he, and he's 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 real successful at what he's doing right now. And shout out to Night Scream for, uh, you know, you know, putting me on basically, because um, if it wasn't for Night Scream and AGS, I don't know if I'd be doing it right now, to be quite honest with you. Huge shout out for Night Scream. We are going to get into some of those later. I, I want to get your opinions later on, on other people that kind of do this thing. Right. But one of the things that I did in the last few weeks uh, and it's probably been about a month now is i've i kind of dove into the commentator side for my own league and, and the first thing that i heard of because i haven't really done a whole lot of this in the past with people um was cg and that led me to 40 low that led me to what you were doing soden was like yo you need to check out with snipes i can't believe you haven't checked out snipes i was like yo i'm, I'm completely under the under a rock here like what am i missing <laughs> so i jumped over to what you were doing and i gotta say what I love about the commentators is you kind of get this idea when you hear people are doing this, that they're all doing it the same way, but they're not because Soden has his own style. CG has his own style. He's on cam. He's doing his thing. You have your own style. And with you, the thing that pops out to me the most is just the energy that you bring. Like there's just so much like with the things that you say, is that something you have to, you have to tap into, or is that just who you are naturally? I basically call that uh, I basically call that and I'll just bring my DJ name out into the in perspective. Uh, I basically call that uh, track mass mode because my, my DJ name is DJ track mass and and my wife knows it. And, and everybody that knows me for all these years, they know that when I get in that track mass mode, I'm, you know, what I mean, I, I'm just about energy. That's all I'm about. So I kind of had to tap into that, uh, you know, that DJ aspect. And bring it to this, and and that's exactly each and every time, uh, what I what what I do when I get onto a call. I, I have to have that type of energy. If I don't have the energy, I would literally call. You know, if I had a game to call, for, let's say for example, Soden Bowl. Um, you know, I typically do Wednesday night primetime shines. If I don't have the energy to call it, or I feel like I don't have the energy to call it at all, I will call Soden personally, and I will ask him can you do it for me? Or I'm going to have to take the week off. I just, I, I don't, I don't feel tapped in and I'm normally tapped in all the time. I mean, you could probably hear it a little bit right now, even with me talking on the mic right now, but I'm, I'm pretty much tapped in most of the, when I'm doing this, cause I love it so much. And, and uh, you know, it, the, the biggest thing for me that hypes me up is actually getting an entire, you know, people like you just, just coming in and are so excited at what I'm doing and what I'm and what I'm saying. And listen, I'm not a pro at this thing, 
but I'm just bringing that energy to it that nobody else uh, brings. And I, I and I truly, truly pray that I could be, uh, to be honest with you, like a stepping stone to other people to just bring that type of energy because that's what people want to hear. They hear that energy. They will stick to you like glue. That's all you have to do is just you don't you don't even have to know a ton about especially with Madden. You don't have to know a ton about it. If you know how to play Madden, you'll know what you're doing. So the bottom line is come through with energy no matter what you're doing and and uh and and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. That but that's my thing. That's how I basically tap in. You know, I just use my 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 track mass mode <laughs> and and, uh, and I just I just get loose. Yeah, I I'll be completely honest with you, man, because I, I do like sitting down with people that do this um, out of something that they're just passionate for. Right. And, and right. I do feel like the reason that you do this is because you you get some enjoyment out of it. Like it's it's self-fulfilling. Like you like how you feel while you do these things. So it, it, on my end, just to kind of piggyback on what you said, the reason that I tune in and watch the stuff that you do on a consistent basis wasn't just because I want to do the interview. It's because of, of you have passion just kind of reeking out of of your vocal cords when you start doing some of this stuff. Like when somebody scores a touchdown, you are passionate about their play. Like when somebody does something big, you you give them that energy. And so for a listener, I got to tell you, man, that is, it's just incredible to listen to. You do an amazing job. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, I mean, that's that's the key is, you know, uh, and it and I'm telling you right now, this it takes practice. And and, um, you know, the thing with me, with the whole, you know, with this commentary thing, this is something I have to sit. I have to sit down and and watch real NFL games to understand certain things, because I really had to start taking it seriously. Like I'm not the best uh, color commentator. I, you know, if I'm the lead commentator, I'm pretty good at that because I bring a lot of energy to it. But the, you know, the comment, the color commentating side, where you're talking about a play right after it happens and giving everybody a lot of feedback on that play and things like that. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm I'm not the best at that. I I could firmly admit that. To be honest with you, I actually told CG live in a stream. I told CG he's better than me at color color commentary, and he's been at way less time than I have been. And uh, you, you know, but but at the end of the day, it's you know, with me, it's all about the practice. And the more I practice and just keep and keep moving at it, I you know, I know I'm gonna eventually get better. As more as I keep watching people. And, and and watching my you know my peers and even and even my even the guys that that have had just got in they may be doing something that I've never done and uh and and if I bring it to the table it makes me sound better like again I'll give a big shout out to CG CG writes uh he writes notes let me tell you something <laughs> let me tell you something uh, man listen I have not I, I never wrote a note I never wrote a note. I just go off the top of my head and just let it ride. I never wrote a note. Anything that I anything that I say, if you hear me saying something crazy or, you know, or just, uh, you know, after a play, whatever it may be, you just hear me say something that you've never heard before, but you just crack up about it. It came off the top of the dome. I don't I just don't write notes, but I see now how CG does things. And it really opened things up to me in my mind to say, hey, wow, like did this really this is something that that will help, you know, the co the color commentary aspect of it. So there's just different things that I kind of want to continue to work at. And I know I got to keep working at it. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I'll tell you like this. I, I just I give props to the, both CG. I give props to Soden. Uh, you know, and, and I give props to Night Scream. Those three, those, those three folks right there, those are the primary guys that really keep me afloat at what I need to do and what I need to get better at. And that, and and that's that's so important. As long as you just stay, you stay humble and just continue to get better at what you do. And the, the skies will be the limit, man. The skies will be the limit. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I want to kind of get in your head a little bit. Like when people like Soden or CG or some of these guys reach out to you or, or you said Nice Cream reach out to you and they're like, hey, we want to sit down and we want to kind of do this. Like for me, I think the very first thing I would be looking at is like, who are these players I'm going to be talking about? Like what guys like what is your mind frame as you start getting ready for one of these games? The mind frame basically is, uh, you know, if if I know in in, in decent time what I have to do. The first thing I ask people is, okay, 
you know, like Sodom, for example, he has his website, SodomBowl.com. So he has his website, he has his app. So I know I can go on there and I can look at different stats and things like that and, and what players are on what team and this, that, and the third. But if, if somebody doesn't have a website, they may use, uh, you know, my Madden or daddy or daddy leagues, whatever it may be. And the first thing I'll ask them is I need to, I just need to get the information on these particular players and, and then kind of go in there, dive in a little bit and look and see who's doing what. And, and if I have even more time, which a lot of times I don't, <laughs> but uh, if I, if I have a little more time, then if I see them online playing a game, I will jump into a stream and watch them play with that particular team. So it's primarily, you know, a little bit of homework. It's not a lot, but it's a little bit of homework that has to be done, uh, whether it be watching them uh, play a game with this, uh, you know, a specific squad, or even if you're watching them, period, even if they don't, if, if they're in a different league, but they're online and you're actually watching that person, how they play, I can at least talk about how that particular person plays before I know about the actual players. Uh, Cause there's situations too, where I don't even know about the players. So it, it could be difficult sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But again, kind of piggy kind of going back to what you were talking about earlier. It's all about the energy. I don't have to know about a thing, but if I bring the energy out, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter at all. If I bring the energy out to every play that happens on the field, it doesn't matter if I know the person's name. It doesn't matter if I if I if I don't know how many yards they had, how many interceptions a, a, a defensive back had. It doesn't matter. All I got to do is say their last name, have energy while I'm doing it, and I'm good. One of the things that really sticks out to me watching any of the commentators that that Madden just doesn't seem to be able to capture is history. Um, right. When a player gets traded, what the guy was traded for. If somebody had a big year last year and is now moving up, th that kind of information. Like that's, that's just not something that the commentators are ever able to kind of do just based on the algorithm they use to kind of bring those things in. Is that something that you guys try to get into before you do games is kind of see – are there any rivalries here? Are there people that were signed in the offseason that are making this a bigger deal? Like, is that history something that you guys try to dive into at all? Yes, we do. Basically, uh, what we do is we try to get in contact with, you know, whoever's the commissioner or admin in a particular league. What we typically try to do is we say we contact them and say, OK, what's going on with this, these two teams? So let's say the, the 49ers and the Seahawks are about to play. So uh, this is week one of the new season. So. Uh, the, the Seahawks just won the championship. So this, this is Seahawks. And, uh, you know, again, they're, they're about to play. And all I need to find out from them is, what, uh, okay, did, what trades did they have? Uh, is, this a, is this a good rivalry game here? How many times have, have they played? Do you know their records? Sometimes, most of the time, they don't know their, their, uh, you know, their, their actual records against each other. But that's OK, because as long as we have like some type of trade trade value as to, you know, who got traded where within this particular game and even outside of those that particular game being played, if there's major trades that's happened, I like to kind of tune it, you know, uh, bring everybody up to speed on those also. So if it's just it's primarily the uh, the admins and the uh, the owners of the league that can actually get in contact and actually tell us exactly what's happened in the league because they have more access than I will. Obviously I'm not in the league with them. Uh, and sometimes, and you may have seen this before you could tell me if you have or not, but you can see sometimes either my Madden or daddy leagues, it just doesn't update properly. And then next thing you know, you don't see, uh, you don't see particular numbers that should be there and you don't see them. And then at that point, it gets a little bit too late for me to kind of look those things up. So, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit difficult doing things like that. But if the com if the commissioners and the admins uh, actually send us information as to, uh, you know, how many how many Super Bowls this particular coach has or 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 what or whatever trades that they may have done to better or worsen their team. If they let us know that we could definitely put that in 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 our notes. Like I said, we was talking about earlier that I never wrote notes before. Now in situations I do write notes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So 
it, it, that's that's one of the more the most important things, especially when a new season starts. We have to have some type of information uh, to, you know, to keep to keep the train going, because if if not, what ends up happening is. Silence and then dead silence makes it boring. And then next thing you know, you start seeing numbers drop as far as who's watching or whatever it may be. And that, you know, sometimes I do have that dead silence. And if you ever hear that dead silence, it's simply because I don't have a lot to go on because I didn't get a lot of information. Okay. So for all of you guys out there right now that are listening, what what is being said is that if you want snipes or some of these guys that are doing commentary to jump over to your league and you want them to do this kind of stuff, get them information. Their job is not to come to you and, and get everything that you want them to talk about. Your job is to kind of get them the information and get them the things that you want them to talk about. So get over there, get them as much stuff as possible. We're going to get into a second on how they can go about that. But in, in right now, Snipes, I'm actually going to show you why Matt even lets me do this job. <laughs> Ready? So okay. you said you pair with Sode and you paired with like CG and other people. And that's kind of helped you grow as a as a broadcaster, right? Yes. Yes. Now, our very first sponsor is actually SpaceTrader.com. Now, SpaceTrader.com is a site that business owners can go to and they can use that to promote their brand, but also be able to reach out to others and help others and ask for help themselves. So let's say you're the owner of, a, of an office supply company like you can get pens you can get all these different kind of things and you're like wow i really need some help with business and i really like somebody to help me create a website you can go on to spacetrader.com you can look for somebody that's doing that and they might be like yo we need a crap ton of pens like i need somebody to hook us with. you'd be like yo i can give you like a whole surplus because i i run this office supply chain right so you right. can come up with different people and help each other's businesses grow in different avenues while also promoting your brand wow yeah, it's an incredible site. Space Trader. Oh my god. No e s p a c e t r a d r dot com. I'm going to it right now. <laughs> Matt runs it. Huge shout out for everything he's doing. Absolutely love what he's got going on. But now you can kind of see why Matt even allows me to do this, right? Hey, I I, I totally get it. I totally understand. <laughs> Jumping into that, you've paired with Soden, you've paired with CG, you've done some stuff with Forty Low with the Maddenverse. How? Are there other things that you are working on or those, is that pretty much the core group of guys that, that are in your corner at the moment? Uh, right now, you know, there's there, there's tons of things that I'm, I'm, I'm starting to work on now. The, the biggest thing at this point is trying to get more uh, content out there. And uh, Soden's been talking to me for a long time and I never really listened to him or whatever. But I'm kind of still I'm, I'm getting the gist on what he's talking about. And um, and that's why a couple of weeks ago, I did make the announcement and told everybody that beginning in Madden 22, probably late July or so, um, I'm going to be moving all of my content exclusively to YouTube. Um, so what's going to end up happening is, you know, all the live streams, uh, all the live streams and, and a ton of other content that I'm trying to get together. Uh, you know, I'm going to be moving over there to YouTube because they just have so much of an algorithm there that uh that that that's discoverable and and i need to get more content out there to get snipes tv you know on the map just a tad bit more because uh, you know you know i i didn't obviously we're doing this interview now uh but my you know i'm gonna be honest with you my my, my dream is to basically be able to actually commentate for ea i would like to actually go and commentate and bring this same energy to ea I will never forget where I'm where I come from because this stuff here that I'm doing now, I love this to death. You know what I mean? And and even my even my my wife knows I love I love it to death because she allows me to do it. <laughs> and she allows me to spend the money uh to you know to get this done as well. Um so, you know, again, it, it's it's just it, it's it's so it's so refreshing to actually be able to, you know, to sit here and and do these things and just give some and give people you know so much you know so much joy to actually hear this type of energy for a game that they love even if they're not good at it they still love to play and be a part of it and that's what and that's what i want to bring i want to bring that enjoyment because sometimes and, and, and you know this mo sometimes madden stinks <laughs> and, and i'm just gonna keep i'm just gonna keep it a buck with you 
sometimes Madden stinks. All right. And, but if if the if the energy is there and you're listening to it and you're having fun listening to it, regardless on how bad the game might be, listen, I'm doing my job. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing what I, lo- I love to do then. If I'm if I'm not doing it right, then then hey, I need to call it quits right now. <laughs> I think when you you actually answered one of my questions. One of my questions coming up was going to be, what is the dream with this? Like, what what where do you see this going? And you said you want to do this for EA at some point. So from me to you, uh, I know there's a few of us out there in the Madden community that we all have our EA connects. We all know a developer or two. I'll make sure that I send um, some of your work over to the guys that I know, and we'll just see what we can do. Hey, I appreciate you, that. You do an incredible job. I appreciate that. Getting into what other leagues can do to support you though. The the thing that kind of I, I look at was one, get on your streams and kind of see some things, but two, the I would think that the best way to support you is to see if you're available to do any work or to see if you'd be able to kind of commentate some of their games. How can people get in touch with you or what is the best way to kind of get some of those games they want commentated on? You know what? I'm most of the guys that, that have got in contact with me. It's been primarily, uh, you know, they get on the stream, they see it. And the next thing you know, I get a whisper and, and, you know, people want to be a part of it. And then next thing you know, they're sending me information for the discord server. I go into the discord server, see what's going on, see how they're acting, you know, you know, see how they're, you know, if they're mature, I will say this though, right here, you know, on your, uh, you know, on your platform here. Uh, I, I, the one thing I don't do, I don't tolerate any foolishness. So if I see, you know, if I go on your discord and I see a bunch of craziness, I just, I exit stage left. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's you and me that, broke, bro. yeah. Yeah. That's I just exit stage left. I don't, I don't tolerate any foolishness. I'm too grown for foolishness, but, uh, but typically that, you know, that's how it's basically just play by ear. Like everybody gets in contact with me. And they'll ask me, you know, uh, you know, what does it take to, you know, to be a part of, you know, of this? What can I do? Uh, you know, how much it's going to be, whatever it may be. And, you know, and I do have certain packages that I give people depending upon what they want and things like that. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, it's a lot of time and a lot of money uh, being spent on what I do. And, and, you know, I, I want to eventually be able to get something back from it. I'm not getting everything back, but I want to get something back for it eventually. Um, so, uh, you know, say it again. I agree with that. I think oh, we all yeah. this extra stuff because eventually we want it. You want to help build your brand. You want to help build your platform, but you want to do it because you eventually want to do this for a living. And, right. and because it's a passion, like you, you want to do things you're passionate about. Right, right, exactly. And, and you know, and, and I'm on the firm understanding to know that, you know, you know, if you own a business, you're going to lose money first few years. No doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand that completely. And um, and my wife understood that completely as well, too, because I had to come at her about about all of this. You know what I mean? She looked at me crazy. <laughs> she looked at me crazy when she probably heard me while she was working and she heard me in another room. I'm just yelling and screaming at the game. When realistically, I'm just practicing, <laughs> you know, I'm practicing what I'm trying to what, what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? And she knew she saw that I was genuinely, uh, you know, interested in this. And and she just supported me so much with it. So that support comes with money. So, again, you know, it does take, you know, take a lot of money to run this type of thing. Uh, but but again, I, I'm just I'm, I'm totally in love with doing this. I do it on a regular and, uh, and and I'm so happy that guys like you and, you know, everybody out there, you know, the AGS family, they're the first people that put me on the map pretty much the AGS family, um, you know, Soden Bowl, uh, you know, uh, you know, bad boys of Madden. I just got in, you know, into talks with them, game of touchdowns, all these guys, um, even the Usos league, you know, hit me up, you know, hit, hit me up for their Super Bowl, And, it, you know, just so many, you know, so many different leagues, are hitting me up for this stuff. And I'm, I'm so happy for it because I, I honestly see that everybody is loving and enjoying what I'm doing. Now, the days that they don't hit me up, I need to start worrying, <laughs> to be honest with you. 
agreed with you getting we, now that we're getting kind of past that how you got started in this the reason that you do the commentating i actually want to get into a little bit of, of you not just what you do but who you are right okay um so let's kind of let's have a little bit of fun when i was hearing you talk just a second ago you mentioned that you do some practicing right and, or that some of the stuff you do is for practice now when and i'm a mental person when i hear things i mentally see it in my head when you aren't before you started doing this commentary thing for other leagues and you were like, I think I can do this. Was there a time that you would do this like for your own games and you would just sit down and, and just be like, yo, I'm going to play and I'm going to commentate the hell out of my own games. And let's just see how it sounds. <laughs> you know what I literally did? What I literally did was this. I turned on the Xbox or PlayStation, whatever it may be. I turned it on. I put the controllers in the middle of the teams. OK, let the computer play it. Okay, I let the computer play it. I turned off the commentary and then I just get on and I just just go just go go to town. And I literally would get on one game for about two to two and a half hours because it'll be a 15 minute full game. That's what I would do. Mm -hmm. And every single play, I try to figure out exactly what I need to say here, what I need to say there, you know, when this happens, when that happens. And that's that's basically how I got everything started. I started doing that. And then when I get done with the game, I'll go right back and listen to the, the entire recording because I will record every single game. I go right back and I will listen to those actual games and see what I need to do, uh, what I need to you know stop doing, uh, you know, because there's a lot of bad habits out there, you know, especially with commentary. And you hear that a lot in, you know, communication school. I didn't go to school for it, but, you know, um, YouTube nowadays is a school all on its own. So I basically go on YouTube to look up all this stuff and and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And it works out because all these other guys, that's what they're doing. But they, the difference is they went out and they spent thousands and thousands of dollars to go to school for communications to figure this stuff out. When it's for me at my age, it's sitting right there on YouTube for me to watch it. So I would for it would be it would be hours upon hours of me doing doing that for practice and being on YouTube. Just trying to figure out, uh, you know, you know, typing in different things, what I need to do, uh, you know, as far as for commentary for football, for basketball, for baseball, uh, you know, any of this stuff, because I would love to get into all of those uh, all of those sports besides Madden. What's funny about you saying that is when I told Matt that I was going to take this this I call it a job, but it's not really a job because it's more of a passion project for me to do this podcast. One of the first things I did was I went back and listened to some of my old podcasts from the league that I was in. Right. And, went and I did the search on YouTube, just like you did, to go see how does somebody continue to grow this. And I realized I said, um, a lot. Like, I'd be like, um, <laughs> this, um, that. So it's it's funny that you even bring that up because that's a very relatable thing that I, I did as well. Yep, yep, absolutely. And when I first started, I can, the first the first one that I did, the first recording that I did, I counted me saying um about about a hundred and thirty times. <laughs> about a hundred and thirty times I said um. And when I when I went back and I listened to it, I said the first thing I said was, you know what? I don't think I'm cut out for this. I said that the first time. I really did. I said, I don't think I'm cut out for this. I'm saying, because if I went on TV and kept saying, um, um, and I'm the same person that will sit there and, and talk about other people that's on ESPN, for example. Like, for example, uh, and I know everybody clowns him all the time, uh, uh, McFarlane. <laughs> everybody clowns him all the time about how he talks and how he, uh, you know, he just explains the obvious, and that's just and that's one of the reasons why he's no longer on Monday Night Football, unfortunately. Um, but he's still, but he's still a great guy, and 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 he does great shows outside of Monday Night Football commentary. You know what I mean? But everything else, he's fantastic. You know what I'm saying? But but again, that's that's kind of where that's kind of where I can I came in, where it's like I I cannot say um. 130 times in a game. I did that. And that was in a 15 minute game per quarter. So, you know, these are six, seven, eight minute games. Even an eight minute game, you very well know is very long in Madden. An eight minute game is extremely long. Uh, but 
I cannot sit there and keep saying um. It's it's no no big deal if um comes out of your mouth, you know, once or twice. But a hundred and thirty times, come on, Mo. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely something that once you. I do think that once you start realizing some of this stuff, and you do start listening to your own work, and you you start self evaluating, I do think it's something that you get better at. Because even during this, I find that I've I've adapted an ability to just kind of keep talking um and that eventually gets my my words out but like right there i just did it again i just said All yeah right. so it happens it, it, but you try you try to keep growing you try to keep getting better as a as a voice that's out there and and we work that's that's pretty much it exactly exactly it's key man you, you know in in this type of uh industry that's what you have to do you have to talk if you don't talk uh then it's going to be a problem let me give you, a pro I'll give you a prime example here. You know what I mean? Cause I know you have to, you know, ask me other questions, obviously. And, and I'm more than happy. I could, I could sit here for hours talking. I, I really could. Um, but I'll, I'll get this out there right now. Uh, shout out to my guy uh, from the hot boys league. Let me tell you what uh, he goes by the name of young Hefe. Okay. This is what he said to me. Okay. He said to me, he says, snipes. I love what you do. I love what you I love what you're doing. But sometimes some of the game some of the games get stale because you're not because you're not talking enough. That lit a fire in me. Cuz I'm the type of person especially being in the DJ world, I love I absolutely adore constructive criticism. And I don't have a problem at all if somebody doesn't like what I do or tells me I can try to do this to get my, to make myself better. And if I try it and it doesn't fit my style, then at least I tried, you know what I mean? But that, that was, that was huge to me because I said to my, I said to myself, you know what? Although everybody loves what I'm doing, there's always going to be somebody out there that's going to say, you know, either I could do it better or, you know, or there's good. They're going to actually, you know, hate on you about it. Or, you know, you'll get those guys, which I love, that will simply be nice and responsible enough to come at you on the side and say, listen, I think you could probably do this better. Or I think you could probably do that better because, you know, the game is a little stale because it, it's tough. It's tough to broadcast a game that's a blowout. It's extremely tough. I don't think a lot of people understand how tough that is to keep talking when somebody is losing in Madden 57 to seven. You know what I'm saying? It's extremely difficult to keep talking and having to talk about something. So I have to try to come up with other things to discuss as well as, you know, thank goodness I have a schedule. To, so that way, like, you know, throughout the week, I have other games that I have to do for other leagues and I could kind of let people know that we got this game this week, you know, tomorrow, this game on Thursday. Uh, we got playoffs coming on on Friday, you know, things like that. So that's, you know, that that day that that young Hefe said that to me, I was I was so happy because people are so scared to tell you something. And I'm not that type of guy. Yo, you could tell me something and I'm cool with it, because if it's going to help me, then I'm willing to listen to the help. When we, when I hear you talk, I, I immediately think that just like me, when I look back at my show, I have a goal that I want to get to, right? I have come, I have podcast guys that I watch on a daily basis that I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to get, I want my show to be like that. Like I want like Pat McAfee's show right now, I think is the best podcast on the internet. I think the way that he dives in with his guests, it's a laid back kind of atmosphere. Guys can be open. They can be honest. I like Joe Rogan's experience. I love what he kind of brings to his show. Love Rogan's. Love Rogan's. So those are guys that I look at and go, that's the atmosphere I kind of want for the things that I do. Are there commentators out there that you look at and be like, that's who I, that's who I want my game to be. Um, to be done after that's who I want to, to be looked at. Like, I'll tell you what, Joe, uh, listen, two guys, Joe Buck. I love Joe Buck. I love, I love how he explains every single, and he does. And he's like the Swiss army knife of commentating. So, you know, he's that guy that, that 
he'll go and do a freaking rugby game if you give it to him. You know what I mean? And, you know, he's just that guy, you know, I, I listen and analyze things that he says, and I absolutely love it. But the one main guy, and he's actually kind of new onto the scene, and, he, and I'm going to be honest with you, as bad as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, Tony Romo. Tony Romo is incredible. He is absolutely insane at what he does. He deserves every penny that he gets. He is insane because he teaches people about football. He teaches people about being a quarterback and what a quarterback is thinking and things like that. There is, has been nobody, in my personal opinion, and all the years that I've watched, watched football, there is nobody out there that has taught the game to a national crowd like Tony Romo has in the past few years. It's just my opinion. When we when we talk about the passion that you bring, and, and I should have asked this before, but it just kind of it just hit me right now. Mm -hmm. There's one person out there that, as you talk, I almost can hear the same exact passion come from them. And I would like to know if anybody's ever brought this to you. Have you ever been compared to a Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> yes i have yeah <laughs> yes i have i i've been compared to Stephen a yes it's because it's because of the loud new york mouth that's what it is i i think it's just because you guys are so you really believe what you say you are so passionate about what what you say and how you say it and it just kind of it's it's a very similar sound and it's a very enjoyable there's a reason that he makes the money that he makes and has the show that he has um so congratulations to you, man. I really believe that if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to go big places because people like to listen to you. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I, I, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to continue to keep doing this thing, man. Cause I, I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it a lot, man. And I've met so many people, man. I met you, I met Soden. You know what I mean? Like I, I met so many people, man, that I can actually call friends now. And it, it's, it's great, man. This is, this is incredible. It really is. And that, I think that's what kind of keeps me driving also is that the fact that, I'm meeting so many people and, you know, and hopefully I could get to that point where, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily saying I could be on CBS or something like that, you know, but, but, you know, I'm just saying like, you know, I would love to be able to, you know, to be able to commentate, uh, you know, a, a Madden bowl at a super bowl or whatever, you know, something like that. You know what I mean? I, I, I would love to be able to do something like that. That'd be incredible to me. Oh, man, I, I don't want you to limit. I know that you have your own dreams, but as a fan of what you do, don't limit yourself. If you want to get to CBS, keep fighting that dream, brother, because you can do whatever you want. I appreciate that. Your games that you play, because I do see that you're a gamer on some of your stuff. Outside of Madden, what do you like doing? Uh, outside of Madden, uh, uh, primarily, man, I love to just, you know, spend time with my family. Uh, I, I used to play a ton of games, man. But, you know, I, but after doing this so much, it kind of steered away a little bit. But if you ask me what other games will I actually pick up and play if I'm not playing Madden, it's definitely going to be Call of Duty because it's a quick pick me up and, you know, pick it up and shoot people <laughs> type game, um, you know, and MLB the show. I've been a fan of MLB show uh, the show for years. Um, you know, I had a PlayStation because of it. And, you know, what I mean, and that's another game, too, that I enjoy a lot. Uh, I try to get into 2K here and there, but, you know, it's just so much to do. There's so much to do in that game that I just don't have time for because of my family. Uh, so I just don't, you know, I, I just don't bother playing it as much. I'll always buy it so I can have it. And if I want to play it, I'll play it. But, you know, it's just it's a lot. It's time consuming. It's really time consuming. Uh, but. You know, other than that, you know, I play a couple games here and there, but I, it's primarily about my, you know, about my family, you know, sp you know, spending time with my family and everything and and getting my health uh, in, in order as well, too. man. that's basically it. A couple weeks ago, we were able to have Rex Dixon on the show. Um, he's former head of Madden, former head of NCAA, uh, the video games. He's now the head. um I want to say he's the head game designer over at Sony. Okay. Sony is now partnering with music industries and they're going to eventually unveil something that's new into gaming, but it's also going to have a lot of 
music behind it. Now, as I was doing my own di- digging, because Rex couldn't really dive into everything they were going to do, it's, it's really under wraps. So afterwards, I did my own digging, right? Now, you're a former DJ, and what I've been able to kind of gather from this is they've given $450 million to the creators that did Fortnite. And they would, and I know that Fortnite at some point had like a concert as you were playing, or they yes. had like people that are doing this. So I'm, I'm guessing there's something they saw in that and said, oh, we can really, we can really make music or concerts or something for a gaming community in a completely different avenue. What are your thoughts with how music is now starting to incorporate into the gaming world? Music is, music is. Uh... It's basically the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's basically like the, it's just, it's just everybody's, everybody's release point. Everybody loves music, you know, in, in the gaming community, it's huge because, that, you know, that's the primary reason that you have all these hits with people on YouTube and, and Twitch as far as, you know, if, you know, copyright and, you know, hits and things like that. These guys, every single streamer out there wants to play some type of music that they love and they're not allowed to do it. And, uh, you know, music is just, uh, it's, it's so big. It's not ever going to go anywhere. Um, you know, me personally, I'm not a a tremendous fan at, you know, for some of the music that's come out. Uh, but you know, but regardless the gaming, the gaming community is primarily younger people. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, it's people like, like myself, you know, I'm 46 years old and, you know, I still love gaming, but it's primarily a younger, you know, a younger generation. And this younger generation has grown up into nothing but music. So for them, you know, for them to be doing something like that, now I'm going to be doing some digging after this, after the segment is done. Now I'm going to do some digging myself because, uh, you know, going back to what you were talking about, about the whole Fortnite thing, that thing, that thing gate got Fortnite. I want to say well over a hundred million dollars in a matter of days for them doing that concert. I think it was like well over a hundred million dollars. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm wrong, you, you could, you could, uh, you know, you could just, you know, just let me know I'm wrong. That's fine. But from what I've seen, I thought it got like well over a hundred million just for having tra- uh it's uh it was Travis Scott doing a concert inside of Fortnite. And then yeah. and then they spent uh, people were spending money on the skins and everything else, you know, spending ten dollars here, ten dollars there. Next thing you know, in a matter of days, Fortnite made up Fortnite made over a hundred million dollars. It's yeah. crazy. It was. It's crazy. I'm very excited to see what Sony does. The fact that they've put $450 million into this this project is incredible to me. I, I don't know what all that will buy. I don't know if that's to get copyrighted music or these different kinds of things. But to see that they're invested that heavily and that Rex is a part of this, I'm, I'm very encouraged. I'm, 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 thinking, I'm thinking, to be honest with you, what you just said about the whole copyright thing, I got. I have a funny feeling, man. That might be it. I'm going to do some research uh, later on about it, but I got a feeling that that's what's going to be going down, man. I think that they're going to be doing something maybe with the PlayStation platform or something. I don't, I don't know, uh, but I, I, I think that's going to be something to where, you know, it's like there's going to be a streamer is going to be allowed to actually stream, you know, you know, particular music that they enjoy and not get hit for it. Well, I'm going to hit you with who they're looking for, because here's how I do my digging. I, I hear what people say. But then I also really dive into where money's going because I, I feel like money pretty much controls everything. Anywhere you go, the dollar Absolutely. is at the end of the table. But I also do some digging to see where they're hiring. And right now they've got some stuff out. They need a manager for art resourcing. They need a lighting artist uh, for technical work. They need a gameplay engineer. They need a UI designer. They need a technical animator, an unreal engine generalist a sound engineer and a lead environment artist oh wow so it's gonna have something to do with music but it really looks like they're gonna really make some gaming something with yeah. what 
So I, I'm under the impression, if I were guessing, with all of the lighting and the environmental stuff, I'm guessing they're going to have some kind of game where concerts are going to be available to go in and kind of watch live concerts that are done in maybe CG or, or these different avenues. Yeah. Um, games being able to be played in the background. Um, just different avenues to kind of see what they're doing. So I'm very, I'm very, I'm keeping my eyes open. I want to, I'm very encouraged with what's going on. Right. And, and, and don't forget too, that Sony actually has VR as well. So keep that in mind as well. You know, you can, you picture like, you know, going to a concert and using your VR uh, glasses that you have for your, for your PlayStation. You, it, it could definitely be something like that. You might, you might've hit the nail on the head with that there on there, Mo. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they're doing. Getting past that a little bit, the NFL draft is coming up. I am a huge football fan. I'm assuming you're a football fan as well because you do all the Madden stuff. Yes. Who's your favorite team? Giants. What are you thinking the Giants are going to do this this coming up weekend? Uh, one of two things. Um, I think, which I have a funny, uh, I, I, it's not even funny about it pretty much. Kyle Pitts is going top 10. Okay, he's going top 10. I don't think he's going to fall where the Giants are at. Uh, if, if, a, if a few players are gone, uh, I, believe, I believe the Giants were looking heavy at Pitts, and they were also looking at, um, I forgot the Florida, uh, the Florida defensive end. Um, but I think if those two guys are gone, I will not be surprised if they, just, if they trade down. I won't be surprised uh, to just to get some more draft picks because, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're digging deep for second and third rounders that are going to be that are going to be somewhat sleepers because they're sitting right there right now. Number 11. So I got a feeling if they can't land pits, I think they're going to trade down and I could be dead wrong for that. But I think if they don't land pits, I think they'll trade down pits. I, I won't lie to you is the most fascinating player in this entire draft for me yes because and again i I just told you a second ago i believe that money pretty much tells you all you need to know right and Mm so like pitts is going for there's no way atlanta pass him he's the best guy in the draft i'm like yeah but he's a tight end they're like yeah but you don't they don't care like the nfl cares about tight ends now or they put him out wide he's he's like a wide receiver i'm like yeah but he's a tight end like they're tight end. And when you look at where money is spent this is why i think pitts has the potential to fall and everyone thinks i'm crazy but the money shows that the NFL just does not value that position. Kickers, punters, long snappers, fullbacks are the and halfbacks by point five by five hundred thousand dollars halfbacks are the only positions that are paid less than tight ends for the max person at that position. Mm. It's not a position that the NFL feels like they have to pay a lot of money. And if the NFL doesn't feel like they have to pay a lot of money to that position, I just don't see the value there. You And you, and you could be right in, in that aspect, but what happened, what happened today? And I'm sure you obviously you're NFL fan. Mm-hmm. So you, you seen what they're talking about today, that the Falcons are entertaining getting rid of Julio Jones. I did see that. So when you see things like that, it's like, Oh gosh, they're going pits. They're going pits, guaranteed. Because like like we just talked about a second ago, pits can line up wide. He's a guy that can line up wide. He's a he's a a, a, a early version now of a Julio Jones. You, you know what I mean, right there. So here's, here's why I tell you I don't think it'll be pits at four. They have to get another quarterback, right? That, that, that's that's agreed. A, Matt Ryan is great, but. You don't pay skill position players like what the Cardinals did with Larry Fitzgerald. I'm a huge Cardinal fan. You don't pay skill position players without having a guy that can throw them the ball. It's wasted money. It's wasted resources. It, there's going to be guys like Pitts that come out every single year. There's going to be receivers that run a 4-3. Every single year these GMs are going to go, there's going to be somebody there that can be a playmaker on offense. It doesn't matter, though, if you don't have the quarterback. So – if Mac Jones goes at three, like what a lot of people are assuming, I, I am of the belief that Mac Jones is going at three. I know everyone's like, I, we just don't see it. You could have got him at 12. I don't think you could have got him at 12. I You're not going to get him at 12. I no think way. found their guy. They Kyle Shanahan bought in and he's like, we're doing whatever we can to get our guy, which means there's going to be a Lance or there's going to be a fields available at four to Atlanta. I just don't see how Atlanta can say, 
we're going to pass on quarterbacks to go for a skill position player that's going to need paid in the next four years when we don't even know if we're going to have a quarterback that can get this guy the ball. And he's going to command the next top tight end contract, possibly wide receiver contract, if he does what he does. I just don't see how teams can allocate that kind of money to a position when they don't have a guy that can get him the ball. And you know what? And you know what? What you're explaining is absolutely correct because, you know, I'm talking from the fan perspective. See, you're talking from the GM perspective. Yes. And I totally understand that. You know, I, I get it. Now, if you put on the GM hat and, and think about what you just said, you are absolutely 100,000% right. But, but my personal feeling on it is you just don't, you don't pass up on a generational talent. You know what I mean? And I think Pitts, I think Kyle Pitts is going to be a generational talent that's going to change that's going to change that tight end position. I truly believe that. I do. I, I agree with you. I think he is going to be so good. I have him slated to go in the top 10. I do think he's going to go about 7 or 8. Um I think we're going to see a team kind of try to move up there to get him at that spot. I don't think he'll fall further than that. I just don't think he goes in the top five like a lot of people think. I think we're going to see quarterbacks go earlier than than what they believe. I think we'll see four quarterbacks go in the first four picks. Right, and, and you're absolutely right. Like the Mac Jones that you were talking about, I mean, everybody is saying, everybody is saying, you know, Tom Brady-like. And when if you say Tom Brady, you're getting picked high. I mean, period. That's just what's going to happen. They're going to take their shot at you. You know what I mean? If they're if they're comparing you to Tom Brady, Tom freaking Brady, seven times Super Bowl champion, that they, they yeah they're gonna pick they're gonna pick them at number three in my opinion. I I got a guy that's a 49er fan, and uh and he just he swears that they that they traded for Justin Fields. I told him no, no they didn't. They did not trade for Justin Fields. Justin Fields not going number three. He's not going number three. And, and now listen, I will say this. When you talk about the New York Jets, even though I think that, you know, I think they're, they're, they're I don't think they're going to go uh, fields, but they've done some crazy things in the past. And I would not, I, I would not be surprised if they took Justin Fields at number two. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I wouldn't, Perfect. I would be, I, I won't lie to you. I would be shocked if they took Justin Fields because. I don't think they have a chance to mess this up. Like I just, when you're picking one and two and Kyle Wilson just showed what he, I mean, what he showed this year was just incredible. I, in my opinion, I think Kyle Wilson might be the best quarterback in this draft class. And I know that everyone out there is like, shut this guy off. Lawrence, <laughs> I like Lawrence. I think he's going to be a, a not missed prospect. I think he's going to be an NFL starter for a few years. I just, there's something about him that I'm just, cautious of and maybe it's it's the old uh school movies where the dude with long hair is just kind of like that guy and maybe i'm just being a, a little <laughs> biased on, on how much he loves the game i don't know i just there's something there that i just don't know if, if he has it to be the best quarterback in this draft class and i think kyle wilson with his height with him wanting to to be i just think that he's got it like there's something that he's got i i don't know if the others have yeah having, got, yeah. having said that mac jones he gets a lot of hate for like how he plays quarterback because he played at Alabama. He had all these great players, but he was able to be successful that yeah. and he's able to win championships. That's what matters. His pocket presence is one of the best in, in the league. San Francisco as a Cardinal fan, they do nothing but throw screens, short passes. They like guys to get yak yards. Um, they have a tight end. They like to hit really quick right out of his, his stance. That's what Mac Jones does. So all these guys going, no, they, they do all this. They like these screens. They like this. But when it doesn't work, they need a guy that can escape the pocket. No, you need a guy that can do exactly what you want to do at a high level. And that's what Mac right. Jones does. Right. So I know that there's San Francisco fans out there going like, no, no, we moved up for fields. I just don't see it. Mm, uh, yeah. That, I mean, it's, uh, you know, and going back to Trevor Lawrence, he's talking about Trevor Lawrence. He's, you know, obviously he's guaranteed to be the number one pick. There's no, there's just no doubt about it. He's going to be number one at Jacksonville. I don't know if he's going to be the star that everybody thinks he's going to be. And, and, you know, you got to think about a couple little things that, 
that you hear that cup co- that comes out of his mouth. You know, he, he tried to, you know, kind of fix it up a little bit. But a couple of weeks ago, he said he doesn't need football. Right. You know, you don't, you don't want to hear that from your number one pick. You don't want to <laughs> hear that. And and that is, you know, that to me would be nerve wracking if I'm the GM of of the uh, of the Jags. I'd be I'd be so I'd, I'd be shook. I would be shook after something like that comes out of his mouth. Cause again, if you, because you can, cause, cause you could do, it could be another Andrew Luck situation. You know what I mean? It could be another Andrew Luck situation. I don't feel like playing anymore. I'm retired. I'm done. Yeah. Then you wasted all that time trying to develop this quarterback and he just wants to stop. You know what I mean? Because he just doesn't want to play anymore. He doesn't want to go through the, the rigmarole every single day. You know, he doesn't want to do that anymore. So, I understand, but but still, like when you hear things like that, I'm just not sure about that particular pick. Again, he's going to be number one. In my opinion, he's still going to be the number one pick, no doubt. But I just don't know if he's going to be able to just turn it on and say, I want to be the best ever. That number one pick, that's for the guy that says, I want to be the best ever. That's not for the guy to say, I don't I don't need this game. Nah, that's not the, the number one pick should never say that. And whoever's his PR guy <laughs> needs, needs to shut his trap. <laughs> I agreed with you 100%. Before we let you get out of here, I really appreciate the time that you've given us. How can we over at Lee Crawler help you? You guys are helping me right now by just put me on, put me on this, on this, uh, this interview. Uh, you, you know, this is, you know, I, I, I've seen your site for quite some time. I follow it. I enjoy it. Uh, you know, you got a lot. It's a busy site. It's a busy site. And, and every, every morning I make sure to get on, you know, check it out. Even if it's for five minutes before I start doing my planning for the games and everything else, but I'm always on there just checking it out and everything. And, and for me to be on here doing an interview, you know, with you, Mo and, and, you know, just, you know, it just kind of solidifies, you know, what I'm doing. And realistically for me, that's all I need. It just, it just shows me that somebody is, somebody is really taking a, a liking to what I'm doing. And uh, when there's where, where there's one, there's way more. So I, I'm, I'm so, I'm happy and I'm so, uh, I'm ecstatic that you allowed me to be a part of this platform. Brother, I promote passion. That's that's when people ask me, what do you want to do? Who do you want to talk to? I want to talk to people that are passionate about what they do. I don't want to talk to people that don't really care about it. I don't want to talk to people that are just trying to get some clout for whatever they're doing. I want to talk to people that really care about the work that they're doing. Passionate people, I think, produce the best conversations, in my opinion. You know, so right. um, you, you've mentioned a couple shout outs. I've been writing them down as you've been mentioning them. I, I want to re-mention them to kind of reiterate who who kind of helped you along this process we've got night scream we've got soden we've got cg we've got young hefe from hot boys and we've got your family that allows you to do all this time is there anybody else you want to give some shout outs to oh yeah definitely got to give shout out to the a, uh, ags any given sunday league Th- those are th- those are like the main guys because they put me on the map that was the first league that i've done games for and they put me on the mac map on the map man and i'm so happy for them and also you know shout out to the uh, Madden Elite League as well too, and uh, and Freight Train up in there, and 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 uh, I mean, man, just you know, those guys, they 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 continue to 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 you know show support, and I mean, there's so many guys I can't even name them, uh, every and and especially everybody that shows up to the streams, it's just it, it's I, I love it, man. Whether it's one, I mean, everybody knows me regardless. Whether it's one or one hundred people in there. I'm going to bring energy out. If there's only one person in there, it doesn't matter. I'm bringing energy because I don't look at the numbers when I'm doing streams. So, uh, you know, other people will say, you know, we got X amount of people in here and that's great. That's fine to know some of the numbers, but I don't look at the numbers. I just get on the stream and do my thing and I do it because I love it. And that's the, that's the bottom line. I, I just love doing what I do and I love doing it for all my fans out there that enjoy what I'm doing. You know, it's, I really enjoy talking with you, Snipes, and it's not just because uh, you do the stuff that you do, but we're very similar because Matt has come to me. He's like, yo, did you see how the last show is getting views? I'm not going to lie to you. Even on this show, I have not I have not gone back to Lee Crawl. I've gone back and, and listened to some of the episodes like as I drive home, just kind of give myself some reviews or see how I did myself. I can't tell you how many views I have on any of my episodes so far. I have no idea. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't pay attention to it. I, I don't pay attention to it at all. I just, I just want to bring out a quality product, and that's that's the bottom line. And as long as you continue to do the same thing, it's gonna succeed. Period. And you are succeeding. You know what I mean? This show is great. This podcast is fantastic. I, I, I listened to all but maybe two of them, and. Yep. And, and I'm telling you, you know, th this podcast is fantastic. You're putting people on a platform that 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 deserve their shine. You know, for people that might not know that particular person, now they know them. So you're putting people on a on a platform that you know not a lot of people will do, man. And that's 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 great, man. That that allows people to strive to do better at what they do, and it's definitely going to do that for me now, man. I'm I'm I mean, people say I'm good now. But now being a part of this, I'm 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 looking to get a hundred percent better. Guys, this is Snipes. You can see his name in the title. This is how you spell it. Get over to twitch.tv slash snipes television. Uh, all one word. That is where you can see some of the Twitch stuff. If you want to check out his Twitter, it is at Snipes TV. Again, all one word. If you want to go to YouTube, it's the same thing. Snipes TV. If you have not subscribed to all three of these platforms. Do it if you're not doing it right. If you haven't, the Snipes is one of the best commentators in the entire community in all of esports. In my opinion, I, I do this all day, every day. I'm constantly looking for information. I'm constantly trying to see who's out there that's the best. I am telling you guys right now, Snipes is the, arguably the best at what he does. If you are not subscribed, you are doing it wrong. Snipes, man, thank you for your time today, brother. Man, thank you so much, man, and, and and I hope to be back soon. <laughs> Anytime you want, man, we'll get you on the show. I want to promote you and everything that you're doing. You you definitely have a following over here at League Crawler. All right, thank you so much, Mo. I appreciate you. Guys, that is the League Crawler podcast for the week. Next week, we've got another great show. If you haven't subscribed to this one, again, you're doing it wrong. See you next week.